Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Mind Love, Episode 9. Today we're talking about extreme cold and inner fire. Wim would say a two-minute cold shower a day keeps the doctor away. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Hi, friends. Last week, we talked about replacing bad habits with powerful rituals and routines. And I shared a little bit about my morning routine with you guys. But I left one part out. In the last couple months, I've added cold showers to my morning routine. I'm not yet hardcore enough to take a cold shower for the entire shower, but towards the end, I turn the water as cold as it can go and I start counting, with the goal being 30 seconds, until I reward myself with a hot blast at the end. My husband, on the other hand, has been taking cold showers pretty religiously since 2015. We sort of have an ongoing joke about it because I'll hear him in the bathroom. And I know exactly when he turns that cold water on. Because you can usually hear his breathing start to quicken, like... (sighs) 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 Followed by a... Woo! Yeah, baby! Power day! Or something along those lines. After nearly two years of telling him his showers are my absolute nightmare, I finally decided to woman up and just do it. And it's invigorating. I feel so alive and so motivated to take on the day after every cold shower. My husband Shane always says that if you take a cold shower, then you've already accomplished something difficult and it gives you more resilience to take on other hard things in your day. And I think he's right, but don't tell him that. So how did this start and why in the world are we putting ourselves through this torture? Well, back in 2015, We were listening to the Tim Ferriss show and a guy named Wim Hof came on. He's known as the Iceman and he's basically pushed the boundaries of everything we knew about what the human body can withstand. He currently holds 26 world records, including for the longest ice bath. He's climbed both Mount Everest and Mount Kilimanjaro wearing nothing but shorts and shoes. And he broke the ice endurance record by standing fully immersed in ice for an hour and 52 minutes. I, however, put my feet in the Pacific Ocean on a warm day, and they're throbbing within seconds. If that didn't already knock your socks off, here's a couple of his other party tricks he's thrown out there. He ran a full marathon in a desert without any water, and he can run at altitude without suffering from any altitude sickness. So unless he's just some masochist, what's the point? Why put yourself through such torture? Wim Hof's goal is to show people that you can voluntarily influence the autonomic nervous system. So think heart rate, blood pressure, and even metabolism, which is something that we've always believed to be impossible. To add another pretty epic told-you-so to his logbook, 
In 2011, he was injected with toxins under doctor supervision, of course, to show that he could control his immune response. And he was able to raise his cortisol levels and lower blood concentrations using just meditation and prep techniques. About a month ago, I found out that Wim Hof was actually in town holding a workshop where he will teach you about his method, breathing technique, cold exposure, and mindset. And in a grand finale, everyone gets to challenge themselves by immersing in an ice bath under the supervision of Wim Hof and his team. I had just missed it, but somebody I knew went and he ended up giving me the deets. But I was curious to know what the ratio was of men to women. And unsurprisingly, realized that a very small percentage of the people that attended were women. As cool as I thought it would be to have Wim Hof himself on my podcast, I became even more interested in the female side of it all and how they react to the workshops. After perusing Wim Hof's website for a while, I found one female instructor that seemed to dominate the workshop section of the website. I reached out with my fingers crossed and I'm so lucky that she said yes because she has an amazing story. Her name is Elizabeth Lee and she goes by Ely. When she was just a teenager, tragedy hit and her life changed forever. And she was told that she'd never be able to function the same way. But with the help of the Wim Hof method, along with a couple of other alternative holistic methods, her body and mind are in better shape than they've ever been. I'll let her tell you all about it. So today, three key things we will learn are how to find empowerment through an ice bath, how exposure to extreme cold could keep us healthier, and safe ways to get all the benefits of ice baths at home without the hassle of an actual ice bath, because that shit's expensive. So let me welcome Wim Hof instructor, survivor, inspirer, and all-around badass, Elizabeth Lee. Ely, before we get into your amazing story, can you explain a little bit about what the Wim Hof Method is? Sure. Yeah, the Wim Hof Method, it's comprised of three parts. We work a lot with the breath, the cold, and the mind. And so neither of those three individually are new practices. But what Wim Hof has done is that he has brought those three together um, those three pillars that create a really strong support in providing wellness for the individual practitioner. How did you discover Wim Hof? And have you always been interested in these sort of extreme type activities? So when I was 17, I was involved in a car accident where I broke about 15 to 20 bones, you know, if you count the little ones, and uh, collapsed a lung. So for about three years, I was exactly what Western medicine said I would be. You know, I was broken and depressed and really not functional. So I started seeking alternative methods. And I experienced a breath practice from a teacher at the time that blew my mind. And afterwards, I went up to him and I said, what was that? And where did it come from? He said, oh, this crazy man, Wim Hof. So I immediately find the man. This is uh, five years ago. So I was an early adopter of the method. And uh, I found, went to a workshop with him in California in 2013 and have been full on ever since. And if this is your first time giving your mind a little love, I have a few goodies for you. 
First, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And second, sign up for the Morning Mind Love. Think of it like a weekday oracle from your highest self to help you start each day with a positive focus. Plus, you'll get two gifts absolutely free, a 30-minute binaural meditation and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you remember who you truly are. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up or text the word morning to 33777. We're all here just trying to live our best lives, right? And while you're here listening to a podcast, you might feel like you're on the right track, but then you visit family or you have a work deadline or something unexpected comes up and you're all stressed out and it feels like all the work is out the window. That's why it's so important to consciously curate what you can control, like who you surround yourself with, what you watch, what you listen to. So I'm going to add another podcast to your toolbox, The Dr. John Deloney Show. He has a PhD in counseling and has been sitting with hurting people for 20 years. He shares practical advice for everything from how to connect with people, how to face depression, overcome anxiety, and learn just what it means to be well. But what's really cool about his show is you can even leave a voicemail or send an email and he'll address your topic or question about mental or emotional help on the show. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney show is here for you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on the website. How long ago was your accident? Gosh, 13. It'll be 14 years in May. When you got into your accident, what was your life like at that time? And how did it change your visions of the future? Oh, let's see. Yeah, that's a heavy one. So I was 16 years old. The accident happened the day I turned 17. It was on my 17th birthday. And um, I was a little 16-year-old girl who was struggling to, gosh, what even was I struggling with? I was struggling with um, probably feeling so much not knowing what to do with it, as well as feeling lost and maybe not so accepted in the world and also curious and like I was, uh, you know, indestructible. So like many 16-year-olds, I was actively exploring any type of drug I could get my hands on. And um, I was, you know, at that time, very much, I would say, asleep, you know, asleep and scared and didn't know. So that accident to take me out of that drug realm and put me in bed for three months where my friends, you know, after a couple weeks, they were gone doing drugs and my family's there taking me, you know, taking such good care of me as I can't even move in bed for three months is a a big eye opener. And I got to uh, learn a really valuable lesson at a young, younger age. And then it, it further propelled me into seeking these methods that Um, I wouldn't have needed, you know, until maybe my older years. And so I feel like that accident was the best thing that could ever happen to me because it put me in a position, one, to recognize some really valuable truths uh, at that age. And then as well as years later, um, you know, if I don't hold my body in the right alignment, I know about it. Whereas most people don't, some people, I shouldn't say most, some people, they don't start to experience the degeneration of their body until maybe age 40, 50. So then they get curious. But now, you know, at age, in my 20s, I had to get real curious real fast. And so for me, probably one of the best things that could have ever happened. Wow. 
as a yogi, I have so much gratitude for the functions and movements of my body. So I couldn't imagine. I mean, I broke a toe once and I was devastated. What was your healing process like? How long did it take until you started to feel like new? Well, so I was in bed for about three months and then they, you know, you're up and you're in a wheelchair and then you're on crutches and then et cetera. I spent my uh, senior year figuring it out and I was younger, you know, and so being younger, I was also grateful to have an accident at that age as opposed to older. I healed up um, rather well, you know, resilient we are when we're younger. And, um, but you know, then after a couple years, you know, I can walk again, but they're like, you're not going to be able to run. You're not going to be able to jump. You're not going to be able to blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And that's when I started to notice like, Oh, I'm 18 and I'm old. Like I can't function the way an 18 year old can function. And so that's when I, um, you know, I let that go. They give you pharmaceuticals and such too, you know, so I'm a little depressed. I'm on all their, their medicine and just icky. And then a couple years, I had a couple of events that woke me up and then just said, I don't have to accept this. This does not have to be how it is. What else can I do? And then I find yoga, qigong, tai chi. I start changing the way I eat, et cetera, et cetera. And little light bulbs, little light bulbs starting to get brighter, brighter, brighter. And then all of a sudden, whoa. You know, and then I find these modalities that I'm very um, committed to right now, the bow spring and the Wim Hof method. And uh, these these practices kind of gave me permission. You know, Wim Hof method specifically, it's like you can get really uncomfortable and benefit a lot from it. What is true comfort? And for me to start to question that is true comfort, a bag of chips on the couch. And what does that look like when I'm 50 versus if I stimulate my circulatory system and if I challenge my neurology and if I get in touch with my physiology and I become a greater knowing of my body and mind and heart and how those work, what does that look like at 50? It's simple, but it's not easy. And so that's the the route that I've chosen. I love the way you described that as in what is true comfort? Is it sitting on the couch eating a bag of chips? Because Especially with all these streaming services, it can be really tempting to just binge watch all day long. And yes, we all deserve a break from time to time, but especially with the growth of all these streaming services, I hear more and more people boasting about their binge watching habits like it's a badge of pride or something. The whole Netflix and chill phenomenon. But you know, like you're saying, you know, every now and then, I think that's totally doable. You know, binge watching some Netflix with your family, et cetera, after you just worked your ass off for a month or two, you know, that balances and becomes nurturing and sweet. But you're right. It becomes addictive. And especially the younger ages, these, you know, now, you know, they get used to that screen and and it's it's a challenge to just have the balance. You mentioned something called the bow spring method. I haven't heard of that. What is it exactly? It's a postural alignment system, similar to a yoga, but very different, the, the alignment. And what what the curators of this method are saying is that perhaps we could look at, at our body differently. And so the, the normal atomical view is, is that our body is held up by the bones and that we should stack it. We should straighten it like a building. And... What this, what Bowspring is saying is that perhaps we are actually made up more of liquid and light and that our body um, 
is not being held up by the bones, but it's being held up by the fascia, by the connective tissue. And then if we can look at the body from a different perspective, we can uh, align it such that into our old age, we no longer have you know, knee replacement, hip replacement, and have all these joint issues, etc. We can actually align in a way that we have a greater functionality, more uh, more dynamic. And so the bowspring really accentuates curves. It, um, the body gets to be very curvy. We have um, focused a lot on the back body. We allow the back body to have um, equal amount of attention as the front, and we focus on using the whole body as a unit as opposed to muscle by muscle, piece to piece, we look at the whole thing as uh, one functioning system. And so the curves, uh, we get very bouncy, it's extremely rooted, uh, and really light and freeing. It's uh, helpful if you see a photo. I'll have to show you a photo. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. It's rare for me to come across a method like that that I haven't already heard of. For all my listeners out there, I found a really great video explaining the bowspring method. So head to the show notes at mindlove.com slash 009 for the video. It sounds like bowspring had the biggest impact on your physical healing. Is that right? That alignment in my body. So I had, you know, 15 to 20 physical breaks and shatters and such. So um, the Wim Hof method, they don't expand a lot upon the physical posturing. They do, they do sprinkle it, but the, the focus is more on the cold and the breath, which there's plenty there. But those mixed along with the postural alignment to me became like full circuit. And when I have that complete practice, like the body, the mind and the heart, and I can bring all those together, I have more functionality now in my body than I did before my accident. I have a better ability to look at my emotions and to allow them to surface and to work with them, to feel them. Wim Hof often says, feeling is understanding. That was one of the things he said to me at first that caught my attention, that this ability to feel that I had been running away from was actually one of my bigger strengths. It sounds like these methods had as big of an impact on your mindset as it did on your physical body. Compared to before the accident, what's the biggest mental difference that you feel now? Now I'm more awake. And I also have though that trauma as, as a stimulus to continue on forward. And as I get more functional and feel better, then I get more excited and I do more practice. I'm motivated. I'm inspired. I see it, feel it working in myself. I see it working for others. And as I watch that, um, you know, I, I don't need science to tell me what's functional. I get to feel it and see it every day. A big focus of the Wim Hof method is extreme cold exposure, as in submerging yourself in a tub of ice. I get cold below like 69 degrees. Just taking a cold shower was a huge mental hurdle for me. Can you remember what your very first ice bath was like? I can. It was at that workshop in California, 2013. And my thought, it was a two-day workshop. So we did an ice bath the first day and the second day. And my thought on the first day was, oh, I'll just poker face it. I'll just get in and out. You know, it doesn't matter how bad it hurts. I've already been in pain. It's not, that's not a problem. And I'll just get in and out and I'll be done. 
And so uh, I got humbled and I got taught that day that I was extremely terrified of the cold and that my physiology was not in a place that I was able to do those things that I thought I could just push through it. And I had a lot to learn that day. So that night I was terrified of the next day and you know, my ego and me not being able to perform this simple task that everyone else around me makes look so easy, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, for about the past five years, I've been on that journey of rebuilding my relationship with this element of the cold. I'm constantly sharing with my clients to stop searching in life and instead start aligning. It's true with purpose, with relationships, with higher versions of yourself, and it's also true for hiring. The best way to search is actually just to match with Indeed. Indeed is your one-stop hiring platform with millions of job seekers visiting every month, and their powerful matching engine helps you find quality candidates fast. Plus, Indeed lets you schedule interviews, screen applicants, and message candidates all in one place. But Indeed isn't just about speed. They also deliver quality. According to a recent Indeed survey, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. I love Indeed because it makes hiring so much easier. I'm all about alignment in all areas of my life, and that includes people I hire to work in my business. So I need a hiring partner that makes it simple to find candidates with the right skills. And that's Indeed. And what's really cool is Indeed's matching engine gets smarter the more you use it, learning from your preferences and over 140 million qualifications. Plus, I love that I can do all my hiring in one place. It's just one less thing to keep track of between all of the other things. So join over 3.5 million businesses worldwide who rely on Indeed to find great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MindLove. Just go to Indeed.com slash MindLove right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash MindLove. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really need to get something off my chest. Being a mom of a three-year-old boy is really freaking hard, and sometimes it has me questioning my sanity. But then he'll grab my face and call me his sweet little mama. Yes, that's a real thing he says, (laughs) and it will all melt away until I break his banana. I thought I was done with emotionally abusive relationships, but nope. We all carry around stressors, big and small, and when we keep them all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For me, just talking things through is hugely helpful, but it's so hard finding friends and family that are unbiased or non-judgmental. And therapy isn't just about dealing with major trauma, you know? It's about learning healthy coping mechanisms, setting boundaries, becoming the best version of yourself. And BetterHelp makes it super convenient, too. Everything's done online so you can fit therapy sessions around your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MindLove today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MindLove. What's it like for you now? So I have been, uh, I'm a native Texan and right now I'm local to Denver, Colorado. And one of the reasons I have several, but one of the reasons or benefits that I moved to Colorado was so that I could have a cold shower, um, effectively every day to train with and to practice the cold showers in Texas, you know, especially in the summer, I mean, they're 70, 80 degrees, but five years ago, that 70 to 80 degree shower was very challenging for me. And um, I was scared of even a Texas cold shower. 
And now over five years, I can take a Denver cold shower without the hot factor, you know, taking a hot one, you know, first and changing it to cold. I can take just a straight Denver cold shower, which is, you know, 40 degrees or so, especially right now in the, in the colder months. Um, and I can do that with without a ton of fear. So that was a huge transition for me. I've taken a cold shower in the mountains before, and it stings like a thousand tiny knives all over my body. I think of myself when I'm snowboarding and realize at the top of the mountain that I have one too few layers on. And then I think of Wim Hof, who created this method willingly, actually climbing Mount Everest and Mount Kilimanjaro with hardly any external protection at all. He has to be an interesting guy. And you met him in your training. What's he like in real life? So I was an early adopter of the method. So I didn't actually go through the program the way that a lot of the U.S. instructors have. I was already assisting them at that time. And uh, so he, he's a teacher and friend of mine and has been for about five years. So um, I've hosted him in workshop a couple times in Austin. I've got to do you know, the Poland adventure, the Spain adventure, and I've got to travel and help um, a little bit with some of their U.S. workshops and such. Um, and he's a beautiful man. He's uh, he's like a big ball of light inside a room that is just inspiring everyone to recognize how great they are and to move forward with, uh, you know, whatever their superness is. I would love to meet him one day and just pick his brain and get inside his mind. What does the Wim Hof Method teach about mindset? I always say that when we come together and practice in a group, we have the group energy as a huge support that we don't have when we individually practice. So mindset gets altered in that big group. We have an extra uh, emphasis, an extra support with the group. And then as far as individually training or even in the group, we used the cold and we use the breath as tools to help the mind have a stimulus and to have a field in which it can condition and train and become better able to focus, better able to flow and how those that focus and that flow, how they go in and out and back and forth. So mindset, it's a daily practice. It's a, uh, a lifestyle and it's something that is awareness that awareness can bring more light to. And then over time, it continues to awaken and become sharper and become more efficient. So was the Wim Hof method the first time you really delved into mindset type training? No, I was already involved in a lot of Eastern arts. And I was doing, you know, of course, my own yoga practice. I uh, studied Qigong and Tai Chi, as well as a Russian martial art called Sistema. And the Russian martial art has, a, you know, a ton of uh, emphasis on breathing and on cold exposure, you know, as well as the martial aspect. And uh, the Qigong works a lot with, you know, calming the mind and allowing it to be meditative, as well as, you know, yogic practice has pranayama. And they also work with the mind uh, being mindful in different postures, etc. So uh, mindset to me, it's sprinkled throughout almost every al um, alternative practice. And it's uh, very key. So as we're talking about, the Wim Hof method involves a ton of cold exposure, and one of the most notable ways is being fully submerged in an ice bath. How often do you take a full-on ice bath? Um, someone asked me that the other day, and I laughed. I said, every time I do a workshop. 
<laughs> so when I host a workshop, we have a rather expensive ice bath there. And so I take full, um, full advantage of it, but I don't often, you know, make my own ice bath. The, um, you know, people will ask me that too, after a workshop, how many, how often should I do an ice bath? And my answer to that is that the Wim Hof method isn't necessarily about ice baths. It's about connecting with nature and it's about being in relationship with that nature. So if you're in Denver and you're going to go for a walk with your dog and it's 30 degrees outside, maybe you put your um, your heavy jacket in a backpack and then you walk without, you know, with just a tank top on and you breathe and relax and feel and you come home and, you know, feel stimulated from that exercise. And um, or maybe you. Uh, you know, in the Denver, the cold showers are extremely cold all the time. So you just take a little cold shower every day. And Wim, Wim would say, a uh, two-minute cold shower a day keeps the doctor away. You know, it's like doing it within the flow of your life and not kind of going out of your way to create this big, lavish experience. You know, the ice bath is it, very good. But I wouldn't say one needs to do an ice bath every day, especially if they have access to a cold shower or if there's snow outside, you know, go stand in the snow for, you know, a few minutes and feel and breathe and come back inside. And, and, and that's a beautiful practice. I can imagine. I've seen videos on YouTube where people are taking ice baths inspired by the Wim Hof method. And I was inspired to do it also until I started thinking about how am I going to lug all of this ice in my house? definitely seems slightly impractical. Yeah, and expensive, you know. It's just um this it's a great practice, but I just don't feel um the benefit of the method. There's so many other ways to connect, you know, with the earth and to actually let nature offer you what's already there and to give kind of a homage and respect to the nature in that way anyhow. A big reason that I reached out to you was for the female perspective. So during a workshop, what's the ratio of men to women usually? There's always more men, um, substantially. So it's usually, I would say, if there's 20 men, there's going to be about three women. How do the women usually respond? I know you mentioned you had a really hard time going into the ice bath for the first time. Is that pretty typical for women? My experience from facilitating workshop actually is that m women are a lot more capable with the ice bath, actually. They just don't know it. Hell yeah, ladies. My body, I think, I've spoken with Wim about this as well, and he's confirmed that from my accident, I have certain traumas and certain physiological things that are sensitive and repairing, and that the ice is, is a tool for me in that way. It's a little bit more challenging for me than, say, someone who, you know, hasn't been really busted or who hasn't... Uh, um, had certain traumas, etc. You know, we're all different and have different physiologies. I, I just mean to say that uh, I had kind of an added element to work with. That makes perfect sense. I forgot that scars can actually really hurt in the cold. This is probably a little TMI, but we're in the trust tree here. And I got a boob job when I was younger. Not necessarily something I'd do again today because... I'm trying to go more natural with everything, but it happened. They went in through the nipple, 
which on one hand is awesome because you can't see a scar at all, but on the other hand, in cold weather, my nipples will be throbbing. It took me about three years to understand what was even going on, until a friend of mine was attacked by a dog and suffered a lot of scarring on her legs, and afterward, every winter, she would just talk about this pain from the cold weather and the scarring. But anyways, back to Ely. But oftentimes what I'll see is a boyfriend comes to the workshop and has his girlfriend and says, and she'll say, oh, he made me come. Most women would be elated to be able to say that about their boyfriends. Just kidding. And I'll say, oh, okay, well, you know, you're of course not, uh, you don't, you know, you don't have to do any of this. You can just be in the space and experience. And at any point, if you want to chime in, you're more than welcome. She's like, okay. And then at the end of the workshop, she's like full on in the ice bath, neck down, just looking like a little zinned out goddess, you know, and then she gets out with bright eyes and it's like, yeah, and you can just see so empowered and that she kind of opened up a spot of herself that she wasn't giving permission to. And it's, uh, and then the boyfriends are always kind of, you know, wide eyed and excited about that. <laughs> yeah, they, they would be, wouldn't they? Have these methods, both Wim Hof and Bowspring, translated into other lifestyle changes for you as well? Mm. You know, I people often say like, how you know, how long of a cold? How many cold showers do you do? How many ice baths do you do? How often do you do your breathing practice, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. I recently, because of these two practices, because of the the workshops uh, being so um, sought out. I find my time becoming less and less and less. And what I recognize is the best for me is that these two practices don't become a scheduled out part of my day. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to go do an hour of breathing and then I'm going to do an hour of this practice and then I'm going to go do an ice bath. Especially the bowspring or the breathing, those two things I can take into my day to day. So if I'm brushing my teeth, if I'm doing the dishes, if I'm sitting in my car, if I'm at the desk, I can posture myself in such a way that is ideal. And I can work with my breathing and have it be slow and relaxed, you know, when I'm working. Or when I go to run my dog, you know, I can breathe in a way that works with that experience. You know, if it's in Denver and there's snow outside when I run my dog, Scott Carney, author of What Doesn't Kill Us, he has a little hashtag, one less layer, you know, I can dress down a little bit and really get out into the nature and feel it and I can connect. So I like to take the practices into my day to day at any time, you know, bringing awareness in ideally every waking moment. That beautifully leads to my next question, actually. What book or books have you read that have made the biggest impact on your life? I have two. Scott Carney's What Doesn't Kill Us, as far as the Wim Hof Method goes, is extremely informational. He does a real good job of talking about the science. He's such a good guy. So so he is an investigative journalist who's going in to debunk gurus for being fakes and frauds. And so he finds Wim Hof and he's like, oh, this is the guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to debunk him. And uh, within like two days, I think, of practicing the method in Poland, uh, he's actually very much on board. And he's been a practitioner for, I think, six or seven years now. Um, so the the book is really sweet in that. And again, he goes really well into the, the science, which I know is, is such a hot topic for most people right now. So What Doesn't Kill Us by Scott Carney. And he's local to Denver, Scott is. So oftentimes he comes out and does some open to the public lectures at my workshops and such. So it's uh, such a treat to have him. 
And another book I would I would recommend from my, my personal practice is uh, I, I mentioned a Russian martial art that I practice called Sistema. And my teacher in Austin, Texas, his name is Gene Smithson. He just recently re- released a book called Shot, S-H-O-T, Shot. And it's his personal story of healing. And he was shot in an accident five times. And he uses a lot of breathing and cold exposure and different really nature type practices to heal himself. And then he offers that experience out and it parallels with Wim Hof's teaching. And Gene really likes Wim Hof's teaching as well. And so that's one that I would say if anyone who's looking for healing and wants to read more about breathing, it comes from a perspective of someone who's really been through it. If you're interested in the science of the Wim Hof Method, go to the show notes at mindlove.com slash 009. It's definitely worth a read because like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's scientifically proven to influence the autonomic nervous system and the innate immune response. And before his method, what Wim is capable of was viewed as scientifically impossible. For example, a scientist named Maria Hotman conducted a cold physiological experiment with Wim as the subject and examined him as he stood in a cylinder filled with 700 kilograms of ice cubes. Normally under these conditions, an untrained person would most likely die from hypothermia. But Wim never even had the risk. His body temperature remained a constant 98.6 degrees or 37 degrees Celsius. And now Maria Hotman fully believes in Wim's ability to influence his autonomic nervous system, which regulates the heart rate, breathing, and blood circulation, among other things. But she's still seeking answers to some of the things that are baffling other scientists, such as how in the world is Wim doubling his metabolism rate without any increase in heart rate? And let's be real, I would love to learn how to double my metabolism on a whim. (laughs) on a whim that was totally unintentional actually but this does not mean that you should start trying to replicate Wim Hof's method on your own there are some big safety disclaimers with the method mostly because there is a chance of fainting or losing consciousness while doing any breathing technique we never do the breath work while we're around water while we're riding a bike driving a car anything that you would need you know, full consciousness for, it's not a time to do this very powerful breathing. So we make sure that we're lying down in a safe place and we take it easy and don't ever force the method. So I just want to say to listeners that it's very important to be very informed of the method and to practice with someone who has a really good understanding of it before they go full in and and make assumptions about it. Because it's like we're working with nature, mother nature. And if we offer her a respect and we come forward knowing that she knows more than than we do and that she is far more powerful, then we're safe. But if we go in and, for example, do this very powerful breathing around water, you can slip for one second, you could die. And so it's important that people become very aware of the method before they go practicing fully and uh, practice with an instructor and with a group and just be super safe. I like to put a hashtag, please breathe responsibly. Thank you for that advice. It's literally life or death advice, so listeners, just follow it. And Ely, what would you say is the greatest piece of advice that you've ever been given? Honestly, I don't know about advice, but speaking of Wim Hof Method, and even if we weren't talking about that, what would come to mind first is at that first workshop I took with him, 
and he addressed the group and it felt like he was looking and speaking straight to my heart or straight to the, my ribs. I, I feel like I got hit with like a wrecking ball in my chest when it's like he looked directly at me and said, feeling is understanding. And, and that to me has probably been one of the more profound understandings that, that I have taken into my life as far as giving myself permission to explore myself. For listeners who want to know more about you, Ely, where should they go? Yeah, just, uh, you know, I'm an, I'm an instructor of the Wim Hof Method. I, of course, am not Wim Hof himself, and I work independently from their organization, but parallel. I'm in full support of what they're doing, and Wim's mission is to bring happiness, healthiness, and strength to the world, and he wants to make it a better place, and I'm right on board with that. Ely is hosting some Wim Hof workshops in both Denver and in Austin, Texas within the next month. So if that's local to you, be sure to check them out. She also has a personal website at livelovely.com. That's liveloveLee.com. There she shares more about her collection of energetic practices, all geared toward enhancing your quality of life, including both Wim Hof as well as some conscious nutrition tips. All of the links in the show, as always, will be in the show notes at mindlove.com slash 009. Be sure to check it out because I'm including some videos and resources on both Bowspring and Wim Hof, including the science of it all. If you like this episode, don't forget to hit subscribe. And for bonus karma points, please leave a rating and review. I read every single one of them. And... To be honest, they're very encouraging to me as well. If you have any questions or suggestions, or you'd like to nominate somebody that you know to be on the show, shoot me an email at melissa at mindlove.com. Thanks for giving your mind a little love today, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week. 